Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast and the LGA series. Uh, if you are listening regularly, this won't make sense if you're, you know, years ahead of today <laughs> that I'm recording. But last week, I took a week off from podcasting as I officially rolled over into a new decade. I am officially 40. And um, after LGA series is done, I'll definitely share more about where I am in my work, in my life. Uh, I'm definitely in a new era for sure. Um, and it's, it's, interesting because it's a part of my human design profile that it is in my design that I kind of live through the trials in life and learn and then teach from that so that other people don't have to go through those trials and I'm in it and it's not a bad thing at all I'm actually really enjoying all the new stuff that's coming my way um, and I'm excited to share so that will be coming in um, several weeks once uh, LGA series is done, which will definitely take us past summer. Um, So I'm excited. I'm excited to continue teaching and sharing um, from LGA, which has been an incredible program um, that I've worked with clients one-on-one. And I'm just really happy to continue to share in this space because it's been something that's helped me. And this, uh, the layered growth method has just changed my life. And to be able to teach that to all of you through different capacities has been amazing. So today we are talking about scheduling, which is like the number one thing um, that if I could pick one thing, well, I don't even know if I can, because so many components are important, but I find that um, the main thing that a lot of people need support with, women in particular, uh, it, it, we all have a lot going on as women. We're taking care of a lot of people all the time, no matter what you, whether you're a mom or you work or you stay home, um, like work at home or away from home because it's a job, let's be honest. Um, it's really important to be able to manage our energy more than just our time. So in episode 259, I think it was, um, we talked about how you want to feel in your life. And it's a really, 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 really important, crucial part in being able to manage your schedule, believe it or not. Because again, um, and I know I've talked about this probably in the LGA series. I can't remember because this, oh, I have a dog under my feet and I'm, he's going to make noise. Um, but it's worth hearing again how it's just it's incredibly important to understand um, how we want to feel and uh, to understand that because of that time and energy are very different and how we experience time <clears throat> is dependent on how we feel. So that's why we hear things like um, time flies when you're having fun because it's how you're experiencing it through how you're feeling in that time frame. We can experience a 60-second period differently depending on how we feel. You know, 60 seconds of a contraction during the end of labor is going to feel a whole lot different than 60 seconds um, having a night out with your girlfriends or being on a date with your significant other. So remembering that how we're feeling in our schedule is really going to affect the time more than just managing time itself. Because so many of us get stuck on just the minutes and the hours and Um, if you have a white block and I was notorious for this, if I had a white block in my monthly calendar, even my daily calendar, it had to be filled. It's available, right? It doesn't mean you're available. Your time isn't attached to a task or an appointment or a meeting, but you still need to manage your energy during that time, right? And that's just as important as attaching it to an external commitment. It doesn't mean that the time is completely open. So it's, it's much more about managing your energy. And I think that when you can 
wake up every day and ask yourself, how do I want to feel today? And what's going to make me feel that way? And constantly. So this is a muscle too. Like you can't listen to this podcast. I'm going to give you some step-by-steps, but you can listen to this and then implement it and integrate it tomorrow and have it be it. It's, it's kind of like listening to a podcast of like, here's how you lose weight. You can't wake up tomorrow and do the things that that person said and immediately be 50 pounds later, right? It just, it takes consistency and um, a little bit of trial and error. And something that I preach to my clients all the time is to remember that this is very specific to you. You you are the only one with your life, with your genetic makeup, with your energetic makeup, with your life experiences, with the amount of children you have, the the specific relationship you have with your spouse or not with any significant, not with a partner at all. Like, no one else has your life. You're the only person who has the authority to decide how you want to live it. No podcaster, no coach, no therapist gets like has the answers for you. That's why, and quite, excuse me, quite honestly, why it takes so much energy to try and figure it out because a lot of it is trial and error. It really is sitting with how do I, how do I want to feel and that remembering you're going to feel different from time to time. You definitely have core desired feelings, which is really important to understand that we've talked about, but from day to day, you're going to want to feel different, especially as a woman, you move through different phases throughout the month, whether you cycle regularly or not, just as humans we do because of so many different factors. So like sometimes, yeah, it feels really fun and exciting to go to a party and other times you desperately want to be under a blanket with a book. Meet yourself where you are, you know, and it's really just accepting this is how I feel and this is how I'm going to meet those feelings. So quickly, I'm just going to run through um, the steps. Uh, And what I will say is like, I've taught this pretty outlined throughout the years that I've been teaching it. I practice it very in flow and I encourage you to do the same thing. I just said it and I'll say it a million times, like meet yourself where you are, change things. You know, when we get really stuck in a structure, it doesn't allow us to really meet ourselves where we are and it often steers us away from our intuition. So like in every moment of the day, we kind of have to check in with ourselves of like, how am I doing? Where is my energy leading me? Like how, like what am I needing to fulfill my energy, etc. So step one is understanding how you want to feel. You have to ask yourself, in the week. So I schedule every Sunday religiously. I sit down in the morning. It is, I have been doing it probably for five years now. The only times I don't do it is often like when we're on vacation because I'm like, there's zero structure for me. We don't plan. We're not vacationers or like on Monday, we're going to go to this hiking event and, and not at all. We're like, what do we want to do today? Do we have anything for dinner? Like we just very flow and I embrace that you might be different. You might want to consistently do it, right? And, and I don't know, like this is how we're all very different. I have taught a lot of um, stay-at-home moms and homeschooling moms and how they manage their energy is very different than the women I coach who are working in corporate or running their own businesses, right? Like we all have very different lives, like I just said. So you have to understand how you want to feel. And the biggest thing is we, we want to attach actions to how we want to feel, which I've talked about. Go back to that episode of 259. How is it that you really want to feel so you know what those actions are? So for me, what I talk about all the time, one of the biggest things is connectedness. For me, that means um, family nights. It means being unplugged from our devices, uh, having family dinners, going to the pool together during the the summer. Um, during the winter, it might be um, a movie night or 
um, trying to th- maybe going out to the movies or going out to dinner, like those kinds of things, just spending time like date nights with my husband, even if it's something simple at home, all of those things make me feel connected. So I know what actions, and it's not even just with my people. I want to feel connected to my environment. So doing certain things in my home, connected to myself might be how I feed myself, how I move my body. All of those different things are going to create that feeling of connectedness, which is a core desired feeling. If I'm not doing those things, I literally feel empty inside. And no matter what I do, no matter how much laundry I do, how much dusting I do, or how many clients I book or any of those things aren't going to fulfill the core desired feeling of feeling connected, right? So that's why that's what equals burnout and a lack of fulfillment. And why do I feel so empty, even though I have so many things that I do every day? That's why because your core desired feelings are not being met. So it's really important to understand what your feelings are and how you want to meet them. The next thing you want to do is brain dump. Um, And this is where like even in LGA, I kind of teach it differently. But as I've practiced it over the years, I do it a little different. It's really important to brain dump everything. You know, as women, we carry that mental load, uh, which hopefully we're shifting socially over time. But as for now, (laughs) typically women are carrying most of the mental load of, you know, appointments. And so the time that you're listening to this, it's back to school is starting to come up, right? Your kids are already back to school, depending on where you are and what country, what part of the country, all of that. So thinking about like supply lists and um, all the paperwork that has to happen and updated forms. And I have a just side note, my dog is shoving his head through the cat door in my office door. And it's the funniest thing. (laughs) It's really cute just looking at me. Um, it's very distracting for my unfocused brain. Um, so, you know, doctor's appointments and, uh, things that you need to do, uh, projects you want to do around the house. Like there's, you know, the grocery list and what are we going to have for dinner? And and I need to get this cleaning done and making this good, all the stuff, right? You have to brain up all of that. And sometimes, so I'm a lister. I just like jot it all down. Another way you could do it is to have um, a blocks on a piece of paper with sections like things for me, things for the kids, things for my spouse, things for the house, things for work, etc. And dump everything and categorize what are the things that you need to do. In the Sunday scheduling, he is crying now. I might need to pause my recording. <laughs> um, in your schedule, you then so here's where I was taught to do this by schedule things for yourself first. You have to have self care. So s- scheduling, <laughs> scheduling your. <laughs> This is such real life right now. Like scheduling your morning routine, scheduling exercise, um, scheduling times to eat or like go for a walk or um, get a massage or whatever it might be that you need to do for yourself to be sure, you know, meditation, like any, whatever the things are, schedule it for you. In the past, what I found is when I did this, I would put all that stuff in and then put in like appointments and stuff and realize, oh, I signed up for a bar three class, but I have to get my my teeth cleaned at the same time. Like, damn it. And I would have to... You know, like if you're like me, you don't want to have to even use whiteout. Like you just want it to look the way it's supposed to look and not have to cross anything out, nothing. So I've learned that what I do, um, and this is where I want you to do you, like play around with it. I personally go to my schedule and immediately put in all of the commitments. So any appointments we have, um, any meetings I have with clients, like those, those kinds of things that aren't as flexible to move around. I put those in first, then I put in the stuff for me. I'd be sure, um, you know, I schedule in workouts. I make sure that I schedule in, um, if I am really like craving 
time alone i i schedule like say wednesday night like just mom by herself she's taking a bath and reading i and i converse with my husband and communicate the schedule like this is what i need this week for myself all that kind of stuff then you want to put in the other things like um when you're cleaning the house and uh going shopping for the school stuff and um any work tasks that aren't tied to like a, a meeting or commitment in that way so you're going to put everything in to this hourly, weekly scheduler. I cannot recommend enough that that's something that we need. This is also where you have to figure out what works for you. I like the paper planner. I also put a lot into my phone calendar and share it with my husband. Um, people who work outside of the house and have a busy work schedule, I definitely recommend you have a paper planner just for yourself and just write a block for work and that's it. Like block off. I work nine to five period and then schedule outside of that for you and then use your work schedule the way you use the work schedule like if you're if you have your outlook calendar that's your work like keep it separate i have found women who try and like keep it all together it makes their brain explode and that's the opposite of what we want to do again though try it if you're like it doesn't make my brain explode i love to see it all in one place do you that's where i can't recommend enough like you have to play around to see what works so here here are the pieces so you have everything down in your schedule right Here's what I want you to do. There are a couple of things. So one, remember that there's this, you can, you can outsource, you can delegate and you can eliminate. So what does that mean? Outsource, outsourcing means like when you pay someone to do something else. So this is, this is when you, if you have the means, you hire the cleaner, you, um, give it to your secretary, you get a tutor. If you're a homeschooler and you really just need support because you can't, you're noticing you're burning out, but you value homeschooling, but you need help. This is when you um, use Instacart or whatever grocery service. Uh, This is when you use uh, the Target pickup instead of going into the store, right? This is figuring out how to outsource things to get more energy back. You also want to delegate. And this is where I think we really struggle because a lot of us are like, if I don't do it myself, it doesn't get done right. And this is where we need to like really some control. And it takes a lot of practice and vulnerability and... It took us our whole lives to watch and learn and we were experts by the time we were like 15 (laughs) as women but we have to recognize that like a lot of the people we're delegating to we have to give them the space to learn and mess up as well so this is like teaching your kids how to clean their bathroom teaching your kids how to empty the dishwasher having your kids put their clothes or like separate them you know darks and lights and getting them started in the washer or like putting their clothes away uh we travel a lot my kids are eight and ten they've been packing their own suitcases uh, for probably two years now. And, um, you know, like any of us, sometimes we forget things and guess what? Typically there's a Walmart pretty close by and, uh, it's not too expensive to buy some underwear if they forgot it. And that's part of how they learn too. That's what I mean. Like giving space to learn. Is it like, I'm hearing you going like, but isn't that so much more energy to like have to go shopping because they forgot something? I don't know. That's like the shoulder shrug. You have to ask yourself, maybe it's, you let the kids pack and then you check. And, you know, you, you give yourselves 10 minutes to check instead of an hour to have to pack everybody, right? You kind of, this is where you have to weigh things out. 
The other part is eliminate. So you want to eliminate things that are no longer serving you and it's okay to let things go. Like maybe maybe you're a part of a book club, but you find that you're stressed out because you don't have time to read. And then when it comes time to meet with the girls, you're you're just too tired to even enjoy it. And it like it energy zaps you because you're actually an introvert and you haven't had enough time to recoup from the work week or like being home with the kids and it's not serving you. It is okay to say, hey, I'm gonna have to take a break. Okay, um, you can um, uh, extracurriculars. It is okay to say to the kids, like, "Hey, we can't do three things. We're gonna have to pick one thing a season." Um, it's okay to not sign up to be a member at the pool anymore because it is just it weighs on me that we don't go enough, and then I feel like it's a task that we have to go, and then the kids whine and complain, and it's so hard to get there, and then we're only there for two hours, and so don't go to the pool. And don't pay the membership again, you know, it's, and that's just like all kind of (laughs) pulling at strings examples. And there are bigger, more important things. It could be as big as like the work that I'm doing in this job. I have to delete it. I need to eliminate it. It is not serving us. I'm paying basically to send the kids to daycare. I'm coming home crying every day. I really need to figure this out because I don't think this is working, right? Everything in between. So outsource, delegate, eliminate. Another thing is at least two daily check-ins. So you want in the morning, look at your schedule. What do I have going on today? This allows communication. So you see, you know, you do your scheduling Sunday, you let your significant other know. This is an example for anyone who has significant others. Hey, I have a hair appointment on this night. I have therapy on this day. Um, I need help picking up the kids from their sports on this day. Uh, And by, and that's, it shouldn't be help. It's partnership. I'm not going to go down that hole. Um, It's communicating the schedule. Okay. And then it eliminates all the like, oh my God, I forgot I had a hair appointment. Can you, uh, can you help so-and-so with their homework because I'm not going to be home. And like, I, I didn't plan dinner yet. Like this is where so much of our energy goes because we're not managing our energy as opposed to our time. Right. So it's being, being able to communicate that. And then twice daily, I want you to, in the morning, check your schedule just real quick. Look at it. What do I have going on today? Then it's fresh in your mind and you just move from one thing to the next. Then in the evenings, you want to check your schedule again. What didn't I get done today? Move it to where it needs to get moved or realize, you know what? I'm going to delete this because I've been moving it around. It's not getting done. Clearly, it's fine. It's not getting done. I'm going to remove it. Or it keeps you accountable. Wow, I haven't meditated in a month. I haven't worked out in two weeks because I keep, I, this is showing me I have it scheduled, but I didn't get it done, right? So it keeps you accountable. It keeps communication open. It keeps your head on straight. Another thing I want you to do is to really sit with yourself and ask yourself every day, how do I want to feel? And it, like throughout the moments. So I shared on Instagram the, the, the morning that I'm recording this. So it'll be irrelevant as you're listening. But I was sitting down reading this morning because I'm not finding enough time that I want to read. And then I'm feeling very like deflated at the end of the day. Like, dang it. So it's a clue for me. I sounded like Napoleon Dynamite. Dang it. Um, it's a clue for me that I'm not feeling the way I want to feel. And one of the actions that connects to that is taking time to read. I'm not being intentional enough about creating the space to do that, right? So I'm trying to navigate that and add that in better. So Saturday morning here, I read a chapter and I would love to just spend the day reading, but I noticed my mind was going to, I really need to record my podcast. I haven't done that yet this week. Oh my gosh, I have to send invoices out. I didn't send my schedule out for clients for August. And I could feel my energy was going in a different direction. And often it's opposite. Often we're sitting here working, thinking like, oh, I didn't eat lunch yet. I'll just do this. Even though I'm hungry and I really feel like reading, but I got to keep working. It's typically the other way around. But my point is recognizing that when your energy is pulling you somewhere else, 
feed it. It's okay. Like if you um, have laundry to fold, but you you desperately want to read a chapter, go read a chapter because you know what's going to happen. It typically, depending on what book you're reading, but let's say give or take 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 10, not a lot. It's going to give you energy so that when you're folding the clothes, you're not. it's not going to make you feel so tired. Like, you know, when you're doing those tasks and you feel like a sloth and you're like, oh my God, I'm so tired. And it just feels like you're moving through sludge doing those tasks, whether it's a laundry or like, it doesn't have to be house stuff, fill in the blank for what it is for you. Recognize that when we take that moment to go eat the lunch, then it will be easier to finish your emails. Or when you go read the 10 minutes, it will be easier to fold the laundry because you're feeding your energy. So listen to it and do some trial and error and play around and see how it feels. It's very wild. I'll share a quick story with you about a client and I'm probably way over my time. Oh, sorry guys. It's a long one, but it's an important one. Um, I just noticed how long I'm at. I have um, a former client who I worked with and we were talking about this concept because she was very, very focused on scheduling for her time. Something happened where it was a Friday. She had a lot of work she had to get done, but she had some girlfriends who were like, let's let's leave work early and go to lunch or dinner, happy hour, whatever it was. And she really struggled because she knew typically she would say, no, I have a lot of work to do. And she's like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to go because that's like, I feel that's what I want to do. She said she went. She had a flipping blast. She's so happy she went. And on Monday, she definitely had more work to do, but she felt like she was able to do it. And she recognized that had she stayed at work, she wouldn't have been able to even focus on it and wouldn't have been efficient in her work because she would have been thinking about like, oh, should I have gone with my friends? Because that's where her energy was pulling her. And ultimately, she still would have had extra work to do on Monday because she would have been like inefficient with her time Um, on Friday if she stayed at work. And she also wouldn't have been with her friends. So she wouldn't have had any of her core desired feelings met. She wouldn't have been very good at getting the task done. And she still would have had extra work to do on Monday and would have been even more tired doing it because she didn't fill her energy cup. Does that make sense? So it's, it's, and sometimes here's the thing. Sometimes you're going to choose to go with your friends and realize, wow, that wasn't worth it. And now I also have work to do and I'm tired. Great. Take it as feedback. You didn't do anything wrong. It's very much a feedback process of like, let me try this and see how it feels and just get the feedback. There's no pass or fail. There's no like you did it right, did it wrong. It's a constant evolution because your life is always going to change as well. Like my work has evolved and changed in so many different ways in the past five years. My kids went from I started coaching five years ago. So my son was three. My daughter was five. They're now eight and 10. Anyone who has like knows kids at all, (laughs) even if you don't have children, those are major age differences. And I've I've had to parent different types of children through all of that. And so my work has changed. I have changed like all of that. So my energy has changed. My desires have changed. How I want to feel throughout the day has changed so many different things. And it's just following yourself where you are and it's going to be trial and error. And when it doesn't work, you didn't fail. It's just feedback. It's a really good feedback. Like, Ooh, I have really good information about myself now. So be excited about that. Okay. Um, And then just review weekly, like at the end of the week, just really sit with your schedule before you move into the following week and ask yourself, like, how did this past week feel? Like, where did I gain energy? Where did I lose energy? Where am I feeling disorganized? And use those tools to help facilitate a week with better energetic flow. And sometimes we're going to have bad weeks, period. 
<laughs> there's no no answer to that. It's just like, okay, today wasn't great. Tomorrow's a new day. I get to try again, right? So just give yourself that space and grace too. It's moral of the story, manage your energy, not your time, because time is just an illusion. It really, really, really is. And when you figure that out, you're no longer a prisoner to time. So that's my 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 hope for you is that you can eventually recognize that time is just a construct. And um, when we can release ourselves from being under the thumb of time, we we get to live with so much more freedom inside of ourselves, inside of our life. And it's possible right now you can do it. So thanks for listening for a longer episode this week. I think it's one of the most important. I really hope it helps you. If you have any specific questions, if you're like, Aaron, I hear you, but then how would you apply it to this situation? Do not hesitate to shoot me an email. I love to hear from you. My email is Aaron at AaronJoyceCo.com. You can also send me a DM on Instagram uh, at AaronJoyceCo underscore. And I think that's all. Okay. Treat others the way you want to be treated. And I will talk to you next week.